0: Romans 12 verse 1 says, I urge you, therefore, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service. We were made to stand apart. We were made for God by God. It's time to live up to who God knows we can be. Please join us in this podcast to learn how we can do that for God, because we love Him. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 to 7. In this episode, we are reminding, reminding ourselves that often forget who we are in Christ. Sometimes the world and spiritual warfare can attack our identity and weaken our armor. Yet allow today to be a new day, the day you return to the path God has for you. So please grab your Bibles. And let's start off in Colossians chapter 2. So today, again, we are going to be reminding ourselves who we are in Christ and who God is and what, we, what he will do and does for us because i feel oftentimes we get caught up in our circumstances and our emotions what's going on in the world so on and so forth that we lose track of the truth and we lo- and with doing so we kind of like veer off a little bit. And now today God being the shepherd is going to bring us back. He's he's going to take his shepherd's crook. And he's going to bring us back. Bring us back into the pack. Bring us back into safety. And doing so will allow us to continue on in this life, in this world, to not only be better for ourselves, but the people around us as well. Because again, we are servants of the Lord, and we are not of ourselves, and it is not just about us, but it is about His kingdom and if we want to belong to the kingdom, we have to do the work of the kingdom. Because even though we haven't stepped foot in the kingdom yet, we that doesn't mean that we're not citizens of it. And since we are citizens of it, we have work to do. So let us start. Chapter 2 of Colossians, we're also going to be reading a little bit, not the whole thing, of Isaiah 44. So stay in tune for that. Alright. For I want you to know how great a struggle I have for you, and for those at La and for all who have not seen me face to face that their hearts may be encouraged, being knit together in love, to reach all the riches of full assurance of understanding, and the knowledge of God's mystery, which is Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. I say this in order that no one may delude you with plausible arguments, for though I am absent in body, yet I am with you in spirit, rejoicing to see your good order and the firmness of your faith in Christ. Therefore, as you received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. See? Just as you were taught. So you've already been taught these things. You've already been taught probably of what we're going to be remembering today. But the Lord is very aware of our mindset and who we are. And that we originated from the dust of the earth. And therefore he knows our form And he just, he just knows us, you know, he knows us and he knows that sometimes, and it's okay. He doesn't even judge us upon that, you know, it's okay to have to be reminded. So anyway, abounding in Thanksgiving. See it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit. by the circumcision of Christ. Having been buried with him in baptism, in which you were also raised with him, through faith in the powerful working of God, who raised him from the dead, and you, who were dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made alive together with him, having forgiven us all our trespasses, By canceling the record of debt that stood against us with its legal demands. This he set aside, nailing it to the cross. He disarmed the rulers and authorities and put them to open shame. By triumphing over them in him. Now before we go on, if you have notes and a pen. Write down... Colossians chapter 2 verse 15 Okay and also beside of that right Isaiah chapter 44 verse sorry let me find it 25 because when we go back or when we go forward and read that chapter. We will also read that in its context. But after everything's all said and done, you can compare those two verses after our discussion here today and see um, the connection there. And you can read it out loud to yourself again. He disarmed the rulers and authorities and put them to open shame by triumphing over them in him. And when you, and I want you to read both of those out loud when you're comparing the two, because I feel like sometimes when we read things out loud, we understand it better and we're concentrating more on what the words are saying to us. Because we're actually hearing it. And you know that makes sense because God tells us to hear the Word all the time. hear the Word of the Lord all the time in multiple in multiple situations and contexts. Um, so he knows what He's talking about. <laughs> um, but I just loved that. like just as I was reading this with you, it had popped out at me. And I was like, aha, because I had already read this on my own time and wrote down the notes I'm going to tell you today. And same with Isaiah 44. Um, and so I'm aware of what both says. And when I read verse 15 just now out loud to you, um, I was like, oh, those go together. It's just so funny how. The Holy Spirit can connect what we're reading. And I know that if you've listened to me from the beginning, he does that a lot. Like, this is not me. And I know I've said that many times, but I just like to emphasize because I love to give him all the credit and the glory because he's the one who orchestrates. It is not I at all. So I just think it's pretty cool. But anyway, (laughs) therefore, let no one pass judgment on you in questions of food and drink or with regard to a festival or a new moon or Sabbath. These are a shadow of the things to come, but the substance belongs to Christ. Let no one disqualify you, insisting on asceticism and worship of angels, going on in detail about visions puffed up without reason by his sensuous mind and not holding fast to the head from whom the whole body nourished and together through its joints and ligaments grow with a growth that is from God so that's interesting as well what we just read it's talking about don't let anybody disqualify you so Again, what are we doing? We are reminding ourselves who we are in Christ, what God's going to do and has done for us already. So, that being said, don't let anyone disqualify you. Don't allow the enemy or the people around you to take what God made you into your new creation to be. And also, the fact that it's talking about worship of angels, going into detail about visions, being puffed up without reason. You know, that he's talking about here, people who go on and on about things that they think that they know. Which also, Isaiah 44, again, not my doing, is talking about how, we'll read it. So I'm kind of giving it away, but it's verse 26 of Isaiah 44, um, that talks about prophecies of what people of God are revealing to his, um, sorry, to his, um, Hold on, it says it right here. Basically, right here, it says from whom the whole body, so the body of Christ, thank you, nourished and knit together through his joints and through its joints and ligaments grows with a growth. So the body of Christ is nourished and knit together. If its foundation is in Christ. Holding fast to the head. Holding fast to the deity of God. Okay. And when we're knit together and nourished. Through our joints and ligaments. We grow with a growth that is from God and God alone. Okay. So. Here he's comparing You know, people who claim to know and actual prophets of God and actual messengers of God. Um, And let's just use me, for example. Um, Like I said, I don't want to give it away. I want to keep going with the lesson. But, for example, you can know, which is exactly why I tell you to grab your Bibles... And write what you need to write down. Because I'm basically proving that my words don't come from myself. I get all my information from the word of God itself. Okay. And my message is not of my own. If that makes sense. It's not something that I came up with. It's not something that I got from the world. It's not something I got from my everyday life. It is what I got from the word of God. But I'll continue on with the rest of that when we get to Isaiah. um, Because I have notes for that. And it all just ties together. But anyway. Verse 20. If with Christ you died to the elemental spirits of the world... Why, as if you were still alive in the world, do you submit to regulations? Do not handle, do not taste, do not touch, referring to the things that all perish as they are used, according to human precepts and teachings. These have indeed an appearance of wisdom in promoting self-made religion and asceticism and severity to the body. But... They are of no value in stopping the indulgence of the flesh. Now, I know all of that is a lot to take in. And there is a lot of food in there for you to eat up. And feel free to read both this chapter and the one we're reading next on your own time as well. And maybe pinpoint what God is showing you that maybe I didn't say. Mm -hmm. But, to concentrate on what I had written down, uh, Galatians 2 brings up the deity and Godhead, okay? Which I wrote down because God is always reminding me who he is, um, and that Father, Son, Holy Spirit is a part of the same Godhead. This It's the same person, the same God. Um, And the reason why I feel like that is a reassurance for us of what we need is because there are so many people who try to attack God and His identity. And so it's smart for us to know who our Father is. Okay, Um, because if we don't know who our father is, how are we supposed to share him with everybody else? How are we supposed to be confident in who he is and make sure that, you know, we're also bringing people to our party in heaven? If we don't even know who he is and if we're not even confident about who he is. If someone were to come up to you and ask you about God, but then kind of, like, say, well, that don't make sense because this, this, and this. But then you give up at that point. And you're like, oh, well, maybe you're... No, 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 no. You need to know. Sorry. <laughs> anyway. um, It also mentions God's mystery. And God's mystery... Is Christ. And you know I think that's another aspect as to why people don't understand the deity of the Godhead. Um, Because. And what. Who God is as a whole. Because Christ is a mystery. And so if you are not of the spirit. Or the Holy Spirit does not give you understanding. Of Christ. Then it is going to be a mystery. Okay, but once Holy Spirit reveals it to you and reveals who Jesus is, hence John 1 1, um it's no longer a mystery because God reveals his mysteries to those who seek it and his and those that he loves. So I just want to give a heads up as well. If you're taking notes. Which I suggest that you do. Because then at the end of this all. You can read it back to yourself. And um, it's just there. Because I'm reading off um, the way that I had written it. And I feel like that would be helpful to you as well. If. I don't know. (laughs) Because it's kind of like a list if you have a list in front of you you remember which is our goal so okay so god's mystery this is what i wrote god's mystery equal christ okay because christ is god's mystery and then i put arrows to christ because christ has hidden treasures christ has wisdom and knowledge christ in him the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily. Okay? So, again, we're talking about the Godhead. So, um, Christ is a part of that. And in him, the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily. So, again, John one one. When people are trying to fight you, or argue with you, or... Try to say that Jesus isn't who he says he is, John one one hint hint that right there. I loved that it said that the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily, like he's a part of it. He is who he says he is. um he was there from the beginning, okay, Christ also arrow. Is head of all rule and authority. And another arrow. He is also our lawyer. Because we had sins. We were dead in our sin. So technically we were dead. But we were made alive. Because he cancelled our record of debt. That stood against us with its legal demands. So we had to have had a lawyer in court. And our lawyer was Jesus Christ. Okay, now we're making another list here. And this list revolves around who you are in Christ. And I titled mine, In Christ You Are, colon. And now we're going to go with our list. Now this list, again, is coming from what we just read. Okay, it's not coming out of thin air, and it's not something I made up. It is what God just told us in his word. Okay, so in Christ, you are, colon, bullet point, filled in him, bullet point, circumcised, which means putting off flesh and putting on spirit. Bullet point. When Christ died and rose again, so did you. And all of this was done through faith. Faith. Bullet point. Made alive. Bullet point. Unguilty. Bullet point. Safe. Safe. And verse 20, it says, You died to the elemental spirits of the world. And that is what makes you safe. The elemental spirits of the world no longer affect you. Okay? And so, knowing all of those truths of who you are in Christ... Being filled in him, circumcised. You died and rose again. You were made alive. You are unguilty and you are safe. Knowing that and really diving deep again into what we just read. On your own private time. Is a huge. Reminder. And it. Really set you Back. Into place. And it's not to make you feel higher above anybody else. And it's not to, you know, make you feel elevated in some sort of worldly, fleshly sense. But it's simply to get you back to where you need to be. Um, So you can put away the flesh again. To put it away, don't go back to your bad habits and your old way of thinking. And don't let anybody disqualify you. But continue to put on your new self and continue to build your armor. Now we're going to flip our Bibles to Isaiah 44. I hope I'm not losing you. And I hope you took notes so you can follow along and catch on what I'm saying here. So we're going to Isaiah 44, but we are going to start at verse 21. Remember these things, O Jacob, and Israel, for you are my servant. I formed you, you are my servant. O Israel, you will not be forgotten by me. I have blotted out your transgressions like a cloud, and your sins like a mist. Return to me, for I have redeemed you. Sing, O heavens, for the Lord has done it. Shout, O depths of the earth. Break forth into singing, O mountains. O forest and every tree in it, For the Lord has redeemed Jacob, and will be glorified in Israel. Thus says the Lord your Redeemer, who formed you in the womb. I am the Lord who made all things, who alone stretched out the heavens, who spread out the earth by myself who frustrates the signs of liars and makes fools of diviners, who turn wise men back and makes their knowledge foolish, who confirms the word of his servant and fulfills the counsel of his messenger, who says of Jerusalem, She shall be inhabited, and of the cities of Judah they shall be built, and I will raise up their ruins, who says to the deep, Be dry. I will dry up your rivers. Who says of Cyrus, He is my shepherd, and he shall fulfill all my purpose. Saying of Jerusalem, She shall be built, and of the temple, your foundation shall be laid. So in this chapter here, in this section, it talks about how God has blotted out our transgressions like a cloud and your sins like a mist. Sing, O heavens, for the Lord has done it. So right there, it shows that we have victory and we've had it since the beginning. The chapter Isaiah was written before Jesus came into the world. But, all along, Father had a plan. And, right here, at the bottom, sorry, it's my bottom, I don't know if it's your bottom of your Bible. (laughs) But, um... Verse 25, who frustrates the signs of liars and makes fools of diviners, who turn wise men back and makes their knowledge foolish. So here it's talking about people who don't know what they're talking about, the enemy. Um, and the enemy will never win. And God always proves his point, okay? Because the next verse, it says, Who confirms the word of a servant and fulfills the counsel of his messengers. So servant, okay, that's you, that's me. That's anybody who is born again. Servant can equivalent itself to servant, prophet, or messenger. And... So, that word, uh, 26, who confirms the word of a servant. So, who stand up the word or message of his servant and fulfills the counsel or plan of his messengers. So, when a person of God prophesies to reveal God's plan, God makes it come to pass. And Matthew 5, verse 18, tells us that everything that needs to be accomplished will. So, remember the verse I told you to compare with verse 25 here, okay? And compare the two. Um, This is how you know someone is of God. Or not. It's a hint. When a person of God prophesies. It is to reveal. God's plan. And usually. All the time. (laughs) God makes it come to pass. So that's how you know. If someone is actually. Telling you the truth. Is if. They say. The Lord said blank. And then the Lord actually made blank come to pass. Um, The Lord always proves his messengers true. And he always proves his enemy wrong. Okay. Now we're going to go and review our list of who you are and what God will do or has done. Okay. Um so you are colon, Here's our list. Bullet point. God's servant. Bullet point. forgiven. Bullet point. redeemed. Bullet point. Point. Ew, bullet point <laughs> formed by God so you are God's servant, forgiven redeemed and formed by God this is what this part of Isaiah 44 is telling us and this is what God will do, ready, God will colon, bullet point Never forget you. Bullet point. Confirm the word he gives you. Bullet point. Fulfill. So that is God's task. And that is what God honors. So God will never forget you. He will always confirm the word that he gives you. And he will fulfill his purposes. So that is what Isaiah 44 reveals to us. And just to wrap it up, I want to go over so that you can hear it out loud again who you are in Christ because God wants you to remember. You're filled in Him, you're circumcised, you died and rose again all through faith, you're alive. You're unguilty, you're safe. You're God's servant, you're forgiven, you're redeemed, and you are formed and created by God himself. Aren't all those things amazing? And that's all because of faith. That's all because of who you trust. And that's something to celebrate. And I really love verse 28 of this chapter that said, He is my shepherd, and he shall fulfill all my purpose. I really, really love that. He is my shepherd, and he shall fulfill all my purpose. So, remember who God is. Walk in him. And keep returning to him. Because he is your good shepherd. And do not fear. Because he will fulfill the purpose of your life that he has for you. So, thank you for listening. And I hope this fed you what you needed to hear today. And until next time, bye bye the god of peace will soon crush satan under your feet the grace of our lord jesus christ be with you romans 16:20